what is going on guys back at it feels a little strange i'm doing an episode in the middle of the day on a sunday which i just said last week that i might do mondays and now i actually have some downtime on a sunday between events um and monday i have a lot going on so i'm doing it today so thank you guys for coming back as always today i want to talk about dieting um as something that's always a recurring topic on my podcast uh but this is about something as you know by the title uh that is the most important part about dieting um, and that is the fact that dieting is always, always, always temporary. And I don't care if you are competing in a show. I don't care if you're just trying to get in shape for the first time. I don't care if you're trying to get back in shape for the second time. I don't care if you're trying to live a healthier lifestyle. A dieting phase is always temporary. And this is something I used to hint at uh, before when I was, you know, doing the training thing more often. I had the website and everything that, you know, it was time for a lifestyle change. Um, but in that comes a diet. So I'll get into more of what I mean in a second. So the thing to always remember is that dieting is temporary, like I mentioned. And the reason you want to think about that is because it is a period of time where things might become hard. It might come tough. Um, you know, you might suffer a little bit. You might have some down moments um, with the restricted eating and things like that. But it's always temporary. Um, and it's just so important because it's going to help you break through and get to where you need to be. And the reason I mention this, though, is because I feel like some people feel like they don't want to diet because they can't eat that way for the rest of their life um, and sustain it. And that's true. So that's why as a coach, um, a lot of, you know, what I do is the macronutrients and the calories because that's going to set up the base of the diet for you to realize that you uh, can eat, you know, more normal foods. You can, you can go out and maintain a healthy lifestyle, especially if you're not like a fitness person. If you just want to live, you know, a pretty much healthy lifestyle where you might have a little bit of abs and, you know, you feel good, you, you know, you work out three, four or five times a week, whatever you like, and you're just relatively healthy, healthy, you know, eating pretty clean and things like that. That's much easier to do, especially um, once you cut down in weight. I mean, it's a little bit of a different story if you're a competitor, but if you're a competitor, you know, you have to do a diet phase and an off season um, and things like that. But the part that people miss is that you want to do a diet that's sustainable to get you to where you need to be. And then you want to make it where it's pretty much as enjoyable as possible because you want it to be at least kind of similar to the lifestyle uh, that you're going to live on a regular basis. Um, so just to be more clear and transparent about what I'm talking about here is that, for example, I typically um, eat on a regular, you know, on a daily basis. I have protein oats. Um, my dinner is usually around some kind of a lean meat, whether that's chicken, ground beef, ground turkey or fish. And then I usually have that with some kind of rice and veggie. You know, typically, sometimes I'll switch it up and have like a pasta and veggies and things like that. But those are typically what my dinner looks like. So, and my breakfast looks like. And any other meal can be like protein bar or protein shake. Um, and then just random snacks throughout, you know, like peanut butter and jelly or sandwiches and things like that. And that's pretty much what my diet looks like on a regular, normal basis um, all year round. So the thing that changes when I'm trying to lose weight is just the volume and then cutting things out. So for example, I'll explain the difference between a bulk and a cut for me looking at breakfast and dinner. So for example, if I'm bulking, the first thing I may eat might be proats, right? 
the difference is it's going to be more oats and it's going to be more protein. And if I'm bulking, they'll probably be, they might, you know, there's going to be some fruit. There's going to be some peanut butter, um, some cinnamon um, and things like that. Now, how is that different when I diet? Not very different. It could be the same amount of oats and same amount of protein or a little bit less. Um, same with the fruits, maybe just a little bit less just to save some carbs. And then maybe I won't put the peanut butter because it technically tastes good enough without it, but it's just more enjoyable with it. So I might cut the peanut butter to cut those fats out and save them, or I still might have it and just put less. So instead of using two tablespoons of peanut butter, I might use one tablespoon of peanut butter. Um, and then when it comes to dinner, I might eat, you know, I may eat chicken breast um, or chicken thighs if I save some fats on a bulk. But if I'm dieting, it's pretty much always chicken breast and then 93.7 ground beef, uh, 99, I mean, uh, 93.7 ground turkey or extra lean ground turkey, Phrygenio, things like that. So it doesn't really change too much. The volume just kind of changes. I might eat less ground beef, less ground turkey when I'm dieting. I might eat less rice um, when I'm making my rice and veggies. I might eat less pasta if I'm making some kind of pasta meal, like if I'm eating spaghetti and I'm weighing out my spaghetti, typically a nice portion just to throw a number out there, not that this is the exact number, but let's say on a bulk, I eat about 50 grams of spaghetti and I cook that and you know boil it and stuff. On a cut, I might only eat 30, 40 grams of spaghetti just to save calories, um, just to make that deficit. Um, so this is why technically I don't really even need to track. I just don't mind tracking at this point. So I'm kind of being as accurate as possible for as long as possible, just personally, um, because I'm seeing the benefits of that. Me being really accurate with my diet is helping me shape my physique to be the best it is. I can imagine at some point, maybe it's when I have kids, uh, maybe when it's, you know, if me and my girlfriend moving together uh, or maybe just whatever, I just have more responsibilities at some point, or I might just be over it. I might just be over tracking my calories and meals. I don't really need to. Um, like I said, I pretty much eat similarly no matter what I'm doing. And like I said in the last episode, I don't really fast anymore. But I already know, like, if if I have plans to go out with friends or I have plans to, to have it, go out to dinner with my girlfriend and I know we're going somewhere where it's going to be like, oh, we're going to have a whole, you know, homemade, you know, I mean, a restaurant made pizza so that I already know in my head. I mean, I know the exact numbers, but I know a restaurant pizza is going to be high carb, moderately high fats and then minimal protein. So if I'm gonna save up for that meal so that I don't get off track pretty much, and it's not a refeed day, it's not a cheat meal that I'm fitting in, then I know for the rest of that day, the rest of the day is just gonna be me getting in some protein um, and then keeping my carbs and fats as low as possible to save it for that meal so that I can enjoy it, um, you know, and do things like that. But to the temporary thing is what I mean is that the reason I'm getting to this is because uh, people always get into this mindset that they have to eat, like, what do I eat when I'm dieting and what can I eat and what can I not eat? So that's why I'm, when people hire me, I'm kind of like purposely, you know, deceiving them and being like a little bit secretive about things because it's like, I want them to figure it out. Like, what do you like to eat? All right. You like to eat, um, you know, chicken and rice you like to eat chicken and rice or you know as a main meal that's great you can eat that dieting bulking or whatever or maintaining so now we just gotta weigh it out when you're dieting so that it fits your macros and fits your calories that's the only difference when you're maintaining or bulking you might be able to just 
you know, make your rice and veggies, scoop it out and eat until you're, you know, satiated, eat until you're full. And then that works for you to keep your weight or to gain weight. But when you're dieting, you might, you know, you have to watch your portion sizes. So whether you do that by tracking it, which is what my clients do, or you do it just by knowing that normally, hey, normally when I make my rice and veggies, I have this spoon and I take out three scoops and that's what I eat typically. And that's why, you know, and I'm this weight and now I'm trying to lose weight. So I'm only going to do two scoops. So that already make a deficit. And then if I made chicken thighs, I normally eat two chicken thighs with three scoops of rice and um, a scoop of veggies. But you know what? Now I'm dieting. I'm going to keep the I'm going to make it two scoops of veggies instead of one. I'm going to eat one chicken thigh and I'm only going to eat two scoops of rice. Boom. That's simple. But it's not like, oh, you got to eat something weird. You got to take weird supplements. You got to do any of this weird stuff. You want to keep it as simple as possible so that you can get to a point where you're living a healthier lifestyle and then you're able to implement more of those foods back in because that's pretty much what I've been doing. Um, For me personally, when I first dieted down, uh, I didn't know what I was doing. I just made a deficit by fasting and I got really, really skinny. But then once I started to track my macros, I got it you know, got better. And then I uh, went into my first bulk where I got up to about maybe a hundred, close to 180 pounds. And then when I dieted back down to like 169, 170, I looked way better than when I was 168, 167 before the bulk. Then the next year I was around 170 maintenance. I bulked up to 188 and then I was able to diet down to like 174, 175 and I looked better at 174, 175 than I did at that prior 169, 170 before it and before the bulk. Then last year, the same thing. I was maintaining around 170, 172, 173 all year. And I wasn't that happy with my physique. And then I bulked up to 191 last year, bulked up from, to 191 and I cut down to 180. And I look way better now at 180, you know, more abs, more defined. The only thing I would say that's not as defined, honestly, just being 100% honest is my obliques, but my abs are more defined. My shoulders are more defined. My back's more defined. My legs have grown. All these amazing things have happened because of me constantly bulking and cutting. But with all that being said, like I said, I'm not doing anything weird for dieting. When I bulk, I might switch up my foods a little bit more because I have the freedom to go out to eat more. I have the freedom to, you know, enjoy things that people give me because typically I'm turning down food a lot of times because I don't know what people make their food with. So if I don't make it myself, you know, a lot of times people are, oh, I made this, I made a cupcake. You want one? No, I'm good. You know, maybe if they bought it store-bought, I might try and indulge in one because, you know, I can track it, you know, if I'm dieting. But if I'm maintaining and bulking, that's different. I can fit in things and then just work around that. But if I'm dieting, I just stick to basic foods and I eat what I normally eat, just less of it, and I make healthier choices. So exactly, because one example would be when I'm bulking, I tend to eat chicken thighs more. But when I'm cutting, I eat chicken breast only um, because it's just a lot leaner. But I'll make the same exact meal. I might make barbecue chicken with rice and veggies, but it's gonna save me a lot on the fat content me making chicken breast versus chicken thighs. It's that simple, guys. Um, But remember, it's always temporary. So if you do a 12-week diet or 16-week diet and you lose all this weight, you don't have to stay in a dieting phase. Once you get to a weight that you like and you're comfortable in, you can up the calories back a little bit. You're not going to automatically gain a lot of weight. The calories that you diet on 
are not the same calories that you have to maintain that weight on. And the example I'll give is myself. When I was cutting back down to 180 pounds, I was eating about, let's say, anywhere from as low as 2,200 to about 2,400 calories to, to, to get down from 191 back to 180, right? Now that I am 180, I'm not eating 22 to 2,400 calories. I'm eating about 2,800 to 3,000 calories to maintain 180 pounds. And I'm still doing the same cardio. So the cardio that I lost the weight on was me doing two 30-minute Stairmaster sessions a week. So it's always a good idea that whatever cardio you've been doing to keep it going when you're maintaining because your body's used to those calories being burned and it's going to help uh, you eat more when you're maintaining. But if you cut that out too, you're gonna you're not going to be able to eat as much because now let's say I'm burning just, you know, let's just, I'm just throwing numbers out here right now. Let's say I'm burning 500 calories um, on those two 30 minute cardio sessions. So that's a thousand calories extra a week that I'm burning, which means I have a thousand more about, you know, and this is not simple one plus one equals two here. So don't think that because you hop on the treadmill and it says you burn 500 calories that you can just eat 500 more calories. I would never recommend that. But just for the sake of what I'm talking about here, just hear me out. For my maintenance purposes, I'm burning about a thousand more calories a week each week, right? So my body's used to that. So if I cut that out and then I eat the exactly the same way, I'm going to gain weight because I didn't burn off those 30,000 calories or I don't really know, you know, it's hard to tell, you know, I never trust the numbers, but I know for every week, I always do two 30 minute cardio sessions each week. Um, I like it because it gets rid of water weight. It's good for blood flow. And like I said, it helps me maintain a leaner physique and being able to eat more. Last year, I was about 176, 177 pounds at my maintenance. And I was only, and I was eating about 26, 2700 calories as well. Um, but I was not able to, um, you know, have this physique as strong as I wanted and look this good. Now I'm eating about 3,000 calories, doing these two cardio sessions that's having my uh, neat up, which is, you know, just your natural maintenance calories that you, you burn every day to do anything, sleeping, walking, breathing is up because of these two cardio sessions. So that's why I'm able to eat about 3,000 calories a day and maintain my body weight at times. And if my you know activity levels go down at all, then I only eat about 2,800 calories. But right now I'm pretty active because I'm going to the beach probably one to two times a week. And at the beach, I, you know, whether I get no water or not, I'm usually playing some kind of games and I'm out and I'm a little more active than whereas in the winter time, when, you know, after school, I mean, actually in the wintertime, I'm coaching, so I burn a lot of calories too, and I usually play basketball. So, um, but my activities up from the spring where I don't coach and I just kind of work and I walk around school, but then I'm sitting at the desk a lot as well. So those are things to factor in. But the main takeaway point from this, guys, was the fact that if you're in a dieting phase, you don't want it to be anything extraordinary from what you normally do. And this is why sometimes I fr- it sounds like I frown upon and I hate like vegan and keto and paleo and all these diets, I don't hate them. If you're gonna use those as lifestyle choices and continue to be them after you lose the weight, then fine. But using them to lose weight and then going back to eating normal 
is never a good idea, right? So just because the diet is temporary, which how you eat and how you go about it should be more of a lifestyle choice. So if you're if you're a vegan and you use vegan methods to lose weight because it's putting you in a calorie deficit, cutting out meat, then you need to, once you get to your maintenance back to the weight that you like to be at, you need to then keep being a vegan because if you go back to eating meat, and you just did it for the diet portion, it's gonna be probably pretty hard for you to maintain that physique because now you're adding in a lot more foods with calories that you weren't eating before. So now your calories are naturally gonna go up. So unless you're tracking everything you eat and you switch, it's gonna be a little bit harder to manage that, you know, that uh, switching up that diet and ending that diet to maintain it and not rebound and put all the weight back on. So that's just things to keep in mind, guys. As always, thanks for all the feedback. Thanks for the questions. Thanks for all the support. Um, we are at, I think, 6.2 thousand plays right now, uh, which is unbelievable to me. And, you know, I, I think when I relaunched the podcast back in, what was that, January, we were at 3,000. Um, and I didn't even know that. I had to let the podcast kind of live on its own for about a year and left it alone. So I didn't think it was really getting anywhere. Then I just happened to look up the statistics and I seen it was doing really well and picked it back up. So I really appreciate you guys' support. Thanks for everything as always. And another episode is coming in a week. Talk to you guys later.